Breaking. This is breaking news. Breaking news from the Athletic. Hey everybody, Zach Jackson from the Athletic from Civilized Barking. I'm joined by Jason Lloyd. Uh, Brown's one of the first teams to jump into the pool here in free agency, so this is our quick reaction. Uh, many Browns regimes have gone for the offseason championship. I didn't and don't think this will be one, but this is a big splash uh, by definition. It was a quick move. Um, Austin Hooper is a name that people know. He's been a productive player. And uh, although the Browns continue to have questions about what this regime is going to do and holes specifically on defense, this is a pl- pretty glaring need on offense that now has a two-time Pro Bowler. Yeah, I'm surprised by this. Maybe I shouldn't have been. I just kind of assumed after the coaching change, David Njoku would be back. And obviously that's not the case now. Uh, at least I, I don't think so. They've already got so much invested in, on the offense. Zach, they're going to score a ton of points. I don't know how many they're going to give up. But uh, at this point, the Browns are going to be playing a lot of games in the in the 30s and 40s. Well, uh, I think, you know, when you look at it, one of the questions is, can Austin Hooper play linebacker, right? But um, – <laughs> The offensive skill on this team is really impressive. And so now, you know, do you trade Njoku? You're probably not going to get much. Guys, we've got to be honest. David Njoku has accomplished nothing in this league. He just hasn't. So right. quit with these second-round projections for what you're going to get. He's only under contract for one more year unless you pick up the fifth-year options. But there is a need across the league for tight ends. He does have some intriguing talent. Um, to me, it's what does this mean for OBJ's future? Because at some point, Jason, when you have to pay other guys, how much can you pay your pass catchers? So, um, you know, it, it is so early. I, I am – someone asked me this as soon as it broke. I am surprised but far from shocked about this. I had written this as a down-the-line possibility that the Browns would be players. Um, you know, one way smart teams do free agency is you take an area of weakness, which they clearly thought tight end was, and you try to turn it into a strength. And so – um, I think Cooper still has a lot to prove, but he has a lot of upside. But you're saying we believe in this guy. And when you put him, again, got to fix the offensive line. Got to tackle somebody on defense, as, as you mentioned. But when you just lay out this offensive skill talent, um, it's pretty darn good. Really impressive when you go down the list. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, uh, now Austin Hooper. Is there Zach? Is there any chance that Njoku stays? You know you're going to run a two tight set with uh, Kevin Stefanski as the head coach. We assume you know Farrell Brown is back. Obviously, they've got some other guys. Is it a foregone conclusion David Njoku is gone, or could they still keep him? I would say it's it's not a certainty, but it just looks that way. He and he sure. and Hooper play the same position. Farrell Brown is a blocking tight end. Um, you can go into the third tier free agency, um, into the college draft. And into really the great unknown of the waiver wire and the XFL for another blocking tight end. You don't find guys like Austin Hooper, right? So um, it's not a foregone conclusion because there is talent there because this is the group that picked him. And like I said, I, I just don't imagine anything other than than a middle round pick or you know maybe some a, a defensive piece for Najoku. And and you need defensive pieces. So I wouldn't say foregone conclusion. And, and by uh, offering up the OBJ question, I'm not trying to say it's a certainty that he's traded, but I think if some team says now a three and a five for Beckham, it looks a whole lot different than it did um, just two. I was going to say a week ago, but hell, just two hours ago. Two hours ago, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's the nature of free agency. This changes. So, like I said, um, 
you know, I still think, and, and we don't know, and this will change. We're going to do a full civilized barking episode in sometime in the next forty-eight or so hours when we know more. You know, offensive tackle, linebacker, and safety are still up there as needs, and you can't fill them all. And history has shown that free agency is not the smart way to fill them all. But I think the Browns definitely got better, right? You spent, you had it to spend. You needed a, a guy in the middle of the field, a guy who can make plays in various ways. You went and got one. You needed proven players. He is that. He's still only 25. Like, the Browns got better today. There's just still many areas that they need to continue to get better. And free agency so early, we obviously will have plenty more coming and, and, and to discuss. But you would think at some point a tackle has to be on the radar and some defensive help. Yeah, at least one offensive tackle because you're not going to have two rookie tackles. At least sure. in, not unless a disaster. And as I tweeted today, you know, for the first half of last year before Jermaine Whitehead was threatening team employees on Twitter, um, <laughs> you had three safeties that used to play for the Packers. Well, Whitehead was cut months ago. Morgan Burnett was cut today, which is a formality. And Demarius Randall's officially free. They have two safeties on the whole roster. Both of them were rookies last year. One was a fourth-round pick, and one was an undrafted guy who got called up at the end of the year. So um, that's a glaring need. Uh, to me, linebacker is a glaring need. Not everybody agrees with that, but you play in the AFC North, like linebacker is a glaring need. So uh, still a lot of money to spend, still, as you mentioned, you know, a lot to go around. But um, in today's game, I like having offensive firepower more than I don't. And, and I think, uh, again, this goes back to, to the Najoku thing not being a foregone conclusion. I mean, Austin Hooper is the kind of guy you can line up almost anywhere. And we really don't, just like we don't, this front office doesn't have a track record. We re, we know Stefanski's offenses have used tight ends, but we don't know what a Stefanski, Van Pelt, Baker Mayfield offense really looks like. Um, we know most teams across the league don't have two running backs like Chubb and Hunt, right? So you've got possibilities of lining guys up in a lot of places, creating mismatches and taking it. And I think especially if you do have questions on your offensive line, or especially if you are looking at the near certainty of having a, a rookie left tackle, like getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands quickly and letting guys make plays is certainly not a bad idea. And they've got the guys to do it now. When you think of all the possibilities and all the alignments, you can put Kareem Hunt in the slot. You can put Hooper in the slot. There's so many, you know, if I'm Alex Van Pelt right now, certainly I think he's got to be excited about all the possibilities. It's an endless array in front of him of, of formations and uh, schemes in front of them. <laughs> Again, my question at this point is just how many points are they going to give up? But it's early in free agency. They still have time yeah. to address some of this, and obviously we have the draft still to go. So a lot to be done. I, I just I did not expect a tight end to be the first bullet fired. Uh, but, again, we laugh all the time about how stupid and naive I am when it comes to the Browns, and maybe this is another example. <laughs> well, I think, Jason, I think for the Browns and for 31 other teams, you know, at this time of year, uh, especially in these circumstances, Anyone on the outside is staring at a computer screen or a phone screen and making judgments on these moves, right? Well, there's no answers for a long time, and no team is getting any real answer for a long time, right? Uh, but the Browns obviously made Austin Hooper target number one. You go, you get him, you take him off the board, you proceed. So I, I think, you know, anybody, you, you have to spin that as a positive, and you see what happens from there. So, guys, sure. even in the time that we talked here um, – you, you know, we have to assume that in Berea or remotely they're working on other moves. So um, I'll be writing for later this afternoon, early this evening on this move and anything else that might come down. We'll be following them all closely. At some point uh, by midweek, 
we will have a full civilized barking podcast and here on the athletic cleveland we will have every browns move tracked in every way possible so thanks for listening thanks for reading and we will be in touch real soon